produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And before I get to the other people who are on the lines with us, uh, just briefly check out the homepage, uh, wookieradio.net. almost said Weeb Geeks. WookieRadio.net. Down the right-hand side is our affiliates. Uh, Also to our partner, Heroes and Villains. Uh, Use the code SMUGGLERS for 15% off your first purchase from there. Uh, They got some great stuff. Check out our web store. We get some great Wookiee Radio, Weeby Geeks, Mighty Marvel Geeks merchandise. And coming soon to it, but we're going to plug it now, BiddyBoomers.com. Com. Use the code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for 15% off your first purchase because tonight the three of us got our child Biddy Boomers and they look awesome. And the guys who are on with us tonight are probably a little jealous that we have them. But um, before we get to that, we're just never there when I need it. Uh, so on the line with us, transmission commencing. We have Josh. Hey, comes to memory. Um, <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> Justin. Justin and Christopher. Christopher. Hey, hey. Sorry for it's the memory good, loss. Man. No, we're, man. Just, hey, we're perfect strangers. We just met tonight hey, via Skype, Tom, man. But Tom, you know it's what? totally fine that you didn't remember <laughs> our names, okay. Tom. It's okay. No worries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you Josh can call me Boba Fett. <laughs> 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 I mean, if there's yeah, a favorite did, yeah, Star Wars remember them also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> if, if it makes you feel any better, he can't remember our names. Oh, Wow. He usually calls me Kylan, and he's not even on this show. Oh, my goodness yeah <laughs> but that makes it interesting every week then but, right but, but you know at the end of this will be just like the name of y'all's podcast there it is star wars friends yeah that's right how's that for transition that's right that's a perfect segue <laughs> thank you because that's what we're all about so i don't know if you've been listening to any of our other shows where we've had other podcasters on if you have you know before we get into the nitty-gritty the juice oh, of it man. off uh, it is time uh, for Smuggler's Feud. Oh, uh, uh, Chris, you love games. I do love games. <laughs> I play a lot games. of games. Well, we'll give you the host. We'll give you guys the same warning we tell everybody else. Turn off the Star Wars side of your brain when we do this. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, that's very hard to do. <laughs> so I'm always in Star instead, Wars mode. Instead of normal family feud where one side goes until they get three strikes, we're going to bounce back and forth. First one of three strikes loses. If it ends up a tie, well, actually, no. First one, if both parties 
end up with three strikes or we clear the card whoever gets the number one answer first is declared the winner so but whoever if it's a situation where obviously one person one side gets the three strikes the other team manages to get the ants get an answer right in that particular round then we have a distinct winner no matter who got the number one answer basically okay. see, making up the rules as he goes no i've been <laughs> trying right. i've been trying to keep this consistent that's from okay. week to that's week okay so sounds like this is a hondo led game yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> hey i just got hit last week too nice <laughs> a couple weeks ago from a couple weeks ago yeah oh yeah yeah the joys of me being able to work actually no y'all was it a couple weeks ago i guess it was because yeah, i weeks ago because i had him for about a week or two probably, before i was yeah. able to get him shipped i've not even opened him up yet yeah <laughs> oh so yeah, I have um, actually. So I have three cards picked, and I will let one of you guys pick a number between one and three, so we know which card is going to be nice. this round. Well, Chris. I'll pick lucky number three. Let's do it. Lucky number three. Awesome. And the Hondo Ken just showed you guys is the Hondo from Galaxy's Edge. It's a nice, po- uh, here, nice pop. Beautiful pop. From here at Walt Disney World, which so is, is there we go. Where, I, the blur. where I was working till there you go. Sunday. That's it. Yeah, that's a cool pop. So, question. I never noticed dreadlocks before. Yeah. <laughs> Big and bold. Um, so, the question is, and there's eight answers on the board. If you lived in the galaxy, what would be the quickest way to get takeout delivered? Am I answering? And it's going to, we're going to start with Star Wars friends first. Oh. So, whoever is old I'll enough. I'll take it. Millennium Falcon, baby. The fastest way to get delivery anywhere. Let's go. Number two yes. answer. <laughs> yes. Number two. Number two. This is the number, number two, two answer. Ooh, number two wow. answer. Okay. That was the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. So, Wookiee Radio. Um, now, how was that worded exactly? If you lived in the galaxy, what would be the quickest way to get takeaway delivered? Mm, the quickest way to get I don't know, takeaway delivered. Quickest, so it's maybe speeder bike? Oh, that's good. Sure, yeah. we'll go with that. Sure. I will give it. Uh, nice. It says speeder. Yeah. So speeder yeah. bike, I think, would be part of that. Okay. Oh, there's eight Jump answers. Now we're down. Answer. No, that's right. We're down to oh, no. six that answers. One, that was number seven. Number okay. seven. Okay. Mm. Josh, Justin, uh, I got I got an answer. You guys the, got an answer? The force? I, I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's hey, okay. Let's jump right in. <laughs> Is the force. I, I'm going to use that one. That uh, would be really, I mean, Luke Skywalker could force project across uh, the galaxy. Uh can we force project some fried chicken or Popeye's chicken sandwich? I mean, you that's the next force power. Some when Kentu- you eat it, nothing happens. Some Kentucky fried pork. <laughs> Total disappointment happens when you bite into that phantom sandwich, you know? Some Kentucky fried pork. Mm. I love it. So back to Wookiee Radio. It is what's for dinner. Oh. Your turn, Derek. What you got? Star Trek trans... No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I guess I will look with... I don't know how specific it's going to be, but uh, I'll say X-Wing. I knew it. Strike filled around. It's where the game gets tricky. Oh. How about the Death Star? No. I'll let y'all drive on it. <laughs> it does have hyperdrive on it. The idea of this is, though, um, the, I think they chose just random people to ask these questions to. They didn't ask Star Wars fans. After all these we've been through, they never, they did not ask Star Wars fans on most of these. Oh. No. Well, that's not good. Because <laughs> that's where my brain is. I know I got to turn it off, but. Mm-hmm. So was that, what that was, was that, um, Mike? Did they get that one? Are, are we, are y'all sticking with the Death Star or you want to confer? I mean, if we were if we were in person, I would definitely have a firm conversation with Josh right now. But I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him go with that star. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> 
better than the force. <laughs> Come on. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Derek had got the last one. So how about Star Destroyer? Ooh. Mm. Hmm. And these I'm are gonna, all. I'm going to say hyperspace <laughs> just as a general. I don't know. I mean, that seems like a fast way to deliver stuff. And if it's a common folk fan, uh, they might just know what that term is and just throw it on there. And these are all like Star Wars related answers. Not necessarily. So they could be other. Oh, I think I know where you're going they with can these, be other other um from another uh, ip that i don't know yeah i know what it is because my dad used to watch that's people what I was disappear thinking. in those tubes from okay. a show with men in tight uh colored jumpers so what the hell was that thing called a uh, star wars friends uh help me out here you know what i'm talking about so they are all within yeah yeah they are within the star wars universe yeah, yeah they, they don't they don't it's, it's it not gonna cross be over into star trek yeah it's yeah. not it's We're not, not gonna be like I was, about to, I was about to pick the planet express ship from futurama but <laughs> yeah <laughs> Not gonna be that's that. not, if that's not a possibility, so, then. Yeah. So you want to yeah. stick with hyperspace? Uh, do I get two confirmations from my fellow Star Wars friends? I'm yeah. good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it. Number eight. Oh, wow, number right. eight. Get out. I'll take it. I'll take it. So we have wow. number two, Millennium Falcon. Number seven, Speeder. Number eight, Hyperspace. What the heck are the rest of them? <laughs> <laughs> this is tough. Um, is it back over to you guys? Yeah, so yeah. me and Derek. Back oh, um, Wookie Radio. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with uh, TIE Fighter. Ooh, good one. Mm. Oh, Star Wars. Wars friends wins the game. Hey, that was wow. third strike. I knew hyperspace was going to come in handy sometime for sure. <laughs> Number six, spaceship. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> thinking of those whales and rebels that could like go. Oh, to the, the Pergo. The Pergo. Yeah, yeah thinking the of them. Yeah, hell yeah. Number five, delivery droid. No. Oh come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's bogus. <laughs> Number four, Speed Racer. Speed Racer? That's a weird cartoon. Why not? So maybe it did cross my piece. <laughs> Uh, and the number one answer was light speed. Light speed? Give me a break. This <laughs> is light speed. Oh, my goodness. Hey, well, wow. hey, that's okay. That was good. That was challenging. That was pretty tough. Yeah. So that that's our icebreaker we try and do with all our it. podcasts I, that come on. It. Which I am kind of disappointed a, that, that no one said Sandcrawler, though. I mean, that, you know, <laughs> if it's a common yeah, fan. Well, well, the, the, oh, walk. Yeah, right. I thought Those about saying ta- they, on they a said, tauntaun. But... They said quickest way. Sandcrawler's right. not going to be that quick. <laughs> Just a mess yeah. of people. Just a mess of people. Order today, get your food. When you, when you wanted your food three days ago. Right. 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 Jawa Uber. Jawa Uber East. <laughs> Delivering the suka all over the desert to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, to start off, tell us a little bit about um, Star Wars Friends. How'd y'all get started? What are y'all about? Yeah. So, uh, our story is actually pretty awesome. I love I love this story and I love that anytime we get to share it with people is that I actually met everyone on the show. You know, we got Josh and Justin with us today. Kyle and Vic aren't with us today. I I went to my I've been a lifelong Star Wars fan and I went to my first ever celebration last year at Celebration Chicago. I finally had the means to go. And, you know, one of my one of my biggest you know desires of going to celebration was to meet fellow like minded Star Wars fans, people I can actually have conversation with and go toe to toe with my, you know, 30 five years of knowledge of Star Wars. And I just, I I didn't have that in my day-to-day life. Now I'm, I'm really close friends with the host of a show called Rebel 
Total Force Radio, and I've been on their show a number of times. And Jason is, you know, he lives right down the road from me. We've been friends for a long time. Oh, they do live around the corner from me. There you go. Are you, so you're down in Akron. Okay, I'm up in Cleveland. Okay, perfect. So, um, you know, I, it, it was it was just I wanted I wanted to meet people at Celebration, and uh, you know, where better what better place to meet diehard Star Wars fans than literally at the front of the line at Star Wars Celebration, waiting to get in to get exclusives. And I go, these are my people. I'm gonna meet somebody here that I'm gonna be friends with. And that was the whole that was the whole point of this. And I just so happened to come across these guys, and uh, I, I don't remember exactly how the conversation initiated. I probably asked a dumb question to somebody and Josh was probably wearing something cool. And I was like, where'd you get that or whatever. But um, yeah, we all just kind of talked about what we were there for getting those exclusives. And then we all discovered that geographically we all live pretty close to each other. And that was the icebreaker, you know, from there. Um, I had gone to celebration with the intention of interviewing people or finding people to interview to do a podcast. And that once again, I'm going to, I'm going to give Jason Swank credit from rebel force radio. He, by asking me to go on their show, I just got it. I like, I got the bug. I was like, Oh, I want to do a podcast. This is a lot of fun. And, um, over time we became closer friends via text. You know, we left celebration and, you know, we, we had a bunch of great interactions at celebration, but we left, but we kept our text thread going. Right. And after a few months, it just clicked. I was like, why don't we just do a show together? I mean, we talk all day about star Wars. We might as well just get a show going. And it is the intention of our show. Star Wars friends is, is literally in the name. You recognize that at the beginning of this show, we want to make friends all over the world that have a positive outlook on Star Wars. We're not here for the negativity that no one's got room for it. No one wants it. Um, and we just try to we try to have as many different opinions as possible on our show and show as many different viewpoints. It's all about having the proper conversation. We don't always agree all the time. Uh, and, and that's OK. We don't we don't dislike each other. We don't you know, we don't spew vitriol ideas for yeah. you know, what they like or what they don't like. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. And we just want to have conversation about it. That it's it's something that we all love deeply. Uh, you know, we all have our own lives. We all have stuff that that we do personally. But then Star Wars is the one thing that that binds us together. And I couldn't imagine a better crew of people to do a show with. I mean, I literally talk to these guys all day. <laughs> like, I mean, it is it is wild. And it is exactly what I set out for when I went to my first celebration. So that's kind of where it's at. I don't know if you guys want to add any flavor to that, but uh, feel free. Well, I, I, I'd like to add that, well, like, as we, we focus on positive stuff, but that doesn't mean that we don't disagree or we don't have negative opinions about things sure. that happen in Star Wars, but we try to not, there's been a lot of, like, toxicness um, in different corners of the fandom, and we try to, like, we love Star Wars, there's no reason to be like that. You know, some of us think Boba Fett's dead, some of us think Boba Fett <laughs> is alive, some of, us, <laughs> some of us think it's an AT-AT, some of us think it's an AT-AT, it's and an most people baby. are wrong, um, but, you know, we still... Sorry. So, it's an ad yeah. So ad at an ATST. So <laughs> well, hell yeah, Josh. Hell sense, yeah. but okay. <laughs> it's been an ad at since I was a wee little one. <laughs> Justin, you want to add any flavor to our story, or yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was, like I think we said this before. The force just kind of brought us together at celebration, yeah. and it took off from there. And uh, I think uh, Josh and Chris and uh, Tab, you guys were in, uh, you guys were in line prior to Kyle and Vic and I getting there, and. I think we, uh, we, I, th I think we kicked off conversation. Somebody grabbed maps or something of That's the floor what it layout. That's and like, what it was. Yeah. I think it was Chris and was like passing them out. Like, <laughs> anybody need a map? And we're like, oh, yeah, we need a map. And yeah. then it just kind of 
came, you know, we kind of like, what are you looking for? What are you here Because it was Thursday, that first day where you get the collectibles. So everybody was kind of like going different directions for different things. But we really kind of found out, you know, just in conversation, what we loved about Star Wars. And we all yeah. kind of were, we all enjoyed the same things. And, um, you know, it just kind of grew from there. So, and ever since that moment, like, like you said, our text thread has been blown up just about every day with conversation. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been great. And, and, you know, I'm the elder one of the group. So this is not something that I thought I would be doing, but <laughs> I've certainly enjoyed every minute of it. So, uh, for me, it's fun and enjoyable and it, uh, gives me a fun new hobby to do. And I get to talk Star Wars with my friends. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. So are all of y'all from the same area or like no, us? We're, we're spread out. Yeah. We're, we're from the spread Midwest. Out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're all, all of us are about two hours apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Kyle is about four or five hours away from me and Josh. Um, but we're all from the Midwest. You know, that's, that was really cool to come across these guys in line to be like, yeah, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Wait, I'm from Columbus. What? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like one of those things uh, where you just have thousands of people in these lines. Yeah. And of course the, the folks I talked to are like right from my backyard. Uh, that just was an yeah. instant connection right there. You know, I mean, so, Josh is from, he's from Michigan. And when you're from Ohio, uh, there's a Michigan. I live Ohio in divide. Toledo now. I live in Toledo now. <laughs> I think yeah, Vic's, Vic's the furthest out. He's, oh, yeah. he lives in uh, out near Syracuse, New York. Yeah. yeah uh, he's right. probably the furthest away. I'm in Columbus. Kyle is out of Covington. I think it's Covington, Kentucky, which, it is, is, which yeah. is just below Cincinnati. So, yeah. um, so, but yeah, Vic's probably the furthest out of the group for sure. But wasn't he originally from Ohio as well? Like he's originally from Virginia. He lived okay. in Columbus for a period of have, time, which is how I met, okay, met him. And then go to his so Wikipedia and, page, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, I knew two of the others when we went to celebration before we met Josh and, and, and Chris. So, um, and that's, and that's kind of how we met them. So, but since okay. then we started the show and that's how we formed the giant robot lion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, Chris, you were saying that last year, the Chicago celebration was your first one. What about the rest of y'all? First one for you guys as well? Have you been to others? Yeah. First that one. was my I, third. They would never clean up for me. Yeah. It, it gets hard when you travel, with, like, to go to some of the further ones. I My first one was uh, Anaheim with Kyle. Um, he actually had an extra ticket and a- asked if I wanted to go because he and his dad were supposed to go, but I think something happened right. and his dad had to work, so... Uh, that um, but he asked what, if I wanted to go. Uh, 2015, right? Uh, yes. And then yeah. I went to uh, the one in Florida um, in 2017. 17. Yep. I went to that one. And then the one in Chicago was my third one. Star Wars Celebration, Six Mile Line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that uh, overhead helicopter shot of this line that just went yeah. out into the street and around the corner. Yeah. And I was like, I think I see my little little dot right there somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was that first day that line was it was ridiculous yeah it, that, and yeah. that you know as someone who watched it because i watched the live stream at home and i and even that wasn't daunting to me i you know lines are no one likes lines but even then i was like oh yeah i mean that looks fun you know from home i'm like i want to be out there with those star wars people and then i started talking to people that are actually there sleeping on the pavement <laughs> and i was like yeah i don't think anything's worth a nap on on a cold pavement overnight you know like yeah. that's just crazy yeah. well that was when yeah. they started the whole well you, we really don't want you queuing up outside before right. Right. We open and we're like, that's like that's not gonna happen, right? So there right. was 
already a I, giant line. And we got you, there stupid early. Well, as you probably know, was uh, Celebration Anaheim 2015. Uh, I have been to three celebrations and all three here in Orlando uh, for the same for similar reason to what Josh gave. Now it's close. Well, for me, it's real close because the convention center is literally 10 miles up the road. Nice. Because uh, I live in Orlando, Orlando, mm-hmm. Spoiled. Orlando area. <laughs> uh, That's okay. You depends. may be spoiled, but you're allowed to go to Galaxy's Edge more than he is. <laughs> true, true, especially now. Well, not right now, but yeah, right now is a little tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, celebrate, you know, all the complaints that, were, that they were saying, oh, we're fixing this by doing this. I don't ever remember seeing with Celebration 5 or at Celebration 6, uh, which was 2010 and 2012. But I saw all these problems in 17. Like, this line's insane. This is now hitting, like, San Diego Comic-Con yeah. type. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and even though 5 and 6 were just as popular and had just as many people, it was never like that. Yeah. Was able to get into the store with no problem. I'm sure you probably were in Anaheim, <laughs> oh. Justin. Too. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't bad in Anaheim. I could, it I was a little get, bit of a wait, but not bad. I couldn't get... Uh, Celebration five and six to walk right in with no problem. Wow. It was like the first day in Chicago. That line, there mm. were people that were oh, that, in that yeah, celebration line that were like, hey, we we were in line for eight hours. And I'm like, why would you waste your day in line for eight hours eight for hours. just the, the event That's merchandise? Crazy. Like when you have a whole yeah. floor of exclusives from different vendors to go get. And right. I just. Especially I, when half that stuff is going to be at Hot Topic next week. Right. Right. <laughs> and they, well, and that was where they said, oh, we're doing the virtual queuing now and you can book your time and go. And it never worked on it. Like by the third or fourth day, it was like, like I had I said, already gotten in and got my stuff by the time they got the thing working. So, yeah, uh, five and six. It was I mean, it was um, partitioned off with with ropes or the you know the rope partitions. But you could look in. You could see everything. Mm-hmm. You could see how Oh, I really like that. But there was no walls. It wasn't walled mm-hmm. off. Um, and it was a pretty massive area. And if you had pre-ordered stuff, they had an area where all that was kept. You go over, stand in line for that, say, hey, here, I have my yearbook or my, my show book, and I had this merch. Here, Here's my name. Here's my confirmation. They pulled it up on the computer. Okay, here we go. Here's your mm-hmm. no big yeah. deal. I mean, you were able to pre-order some of that. Um, so despite all the lines and all the craziness, um, y'all still managed to stay together and do a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, been, we talked about it for a couple months, and we all had equipment. I think our, our, our our main goal was just, you know, figuring out how, how we want to approach it and what we want to call it. And Chris had a, a great idea behind it. And um, I think we all really enjoyed that. And then once we, you know, the first couple of shows were first show was the origin story and how we kind right. of came together. And then after that, um, you know, we were on episode 33, 32 yeah, right. now, yeah, we're going to launch 33 this yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and we, we go every week and we have a couple in between there. And then um, we, you know, progress it like pretty quickly after the first couple episodes, we all just upgraded all of the stuff that we were using yeah. and like real quick went let's make this a clean production and try to do this as, as good as we can so um and we're in a really good place right now i think we've we've been we've done mandalorian recaps we've done clone wars recaps we've had some really cool interviews with people oh yeah uh it just kind of keeps growing and and uh it's fun and exciting to see where it goes yeah and and now that we're in the quarantine era we're doing live oh. chats which i want to yeah. give a shout out to rural farm boy I, i'm sure he listens to wookie radio he, and, uh, he was our Betty Boomer's winner. There you go. Nice. Tight. Okay, good for him. He's he is uh I call him the patron saint of the Star Wars fan community. Yeah. He uh but he is he's kind of the one that got us thinking, oh, maybe we should do a live chat. 
So now we're doing a weekly live chat during the quarantine era where, um, you know, people can interact with us on YouTube and Facebook. And it's a it's a really fun experience. But it's to speak to Justin's point. It is that growth that we it's just natural, organic growth. And I never I never thought that we would be doing YouTube video chats with people from all over the world. I mean, that's super fun. I mean, it's and we're going to do another one this Saturday. I can't wait. We're actually doing breakfast with Bendu. We're going to have Star Wars talk over coffee. It's going to be great. (laughs) I listened to your last episode and you guys announced that he had won at the very beginning and I was like man that dude is everywhere he's like, everywhere <laughs> he is. I, I don't know about you guys listener participation on Twitter on Instagram is like very slow with us I, I'll admit I'm the one who runs our Twitter channel or the Twitter channels for all three shows and I'm a, I'm a social media um, which I'm, I don't know if I'm who originally coined the term I just said hey social media idiot social media anyway I'm a social media um <laughs> Um, That's good. And I I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'm just, I don't feel like I get a lot of, you know, we put questions out there. We don't get a lot of feedback, but I do love watching Rural Farm Boy, Anthony, um, Mm -hmm. plugging us. You know, hey, here's what I'm listening to this week. When the new episode drops, he's listening the next day. Mm -hmm. Um, And and some of the the chatter he he brings on, um, not that I would have been disappointed with anyone who would have won, but I'm so glad he did because I know yeah. those are going to be um, hopefully well used. For sure. Provided the rest of his family don't go, ooh, we like these. You're not going to see them again. Right, right. Anthony, stick to your guns. They're yours, buddy. You, you earned them rightfully. Um, yeah. He's like the Emperor Palpatine of podcasts. He's got his hands in everything, right? right? And we're right. all just oh, yeah. his little puppets. That's really what we're doing here. I love when he shows up on, you know, whether other podcasts talk, talk about him or when he joins in the live chats. I'll join other podcasts podcast live chats and he's already in there you know he, yeah. it's like you know just some random time i'm like really dude it's awesome i don't yeah, think great. he does anything else but listen to star wars podcasts he's he's everywhere he he sends you his playlist and it's like 35 star wars podcasts I was yeah, like, yeah how do you have the time to breathe well like, well if you remember our, our we just did a late night live chat this past saturday and i believe in the in the chat he was mentioning how he was listening to another podcast in his earphone as he was on on our live chat chatting in and I was like yeah that's gangster that, yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's multitasking that is oh, best. it's awesome see yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know what he does for a living too yeah, uh, yeah. I mean Perhaps. if he's Perhaps we should bring Joe sometime. Yeah, get him on the show. Anthony, if you're listening, I know you are. <laughs> Why am I saying if you're listening? Hit me up in, in private message on Twitter. We'll, we'll figure out how to bring you on for a show. That would be awesome. Must super listen. short That's interview. Actually, three seconds yeah. like his normal clips. Oh, his little clips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his little clips that are three seconds long. Love him. Love him. You know, I may, I don't know about you and you and Kent, Derek, but he may be a good fit when we do the roundtable show for the wrap up on Clone Wars. Possibly. Well. Well, mm. if he's interested, I, I but it, it's the way he dresses, which I think is great. And, and I'm not, and please do not take this that I'm picking on you. I love the style. I love the look. I envision, I envision his character in Star Wars as the Charles Ingalls of Star Wars. <laughs> yes. With the yes. look. And I, and I mean that as a compliment because I actually enjoyed Little House on the Prairie when I was a kid because yeah, I watched yeah, it with the family. Yeah. Uh, and every now and then when I see it pop up on TV, I, I, 
I still watch it every now and then. Um, and Michael Landon was, I mean, that man was, was a beast when it came to TV shows <laughs> right. acting between Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie and Touched by Angel and a bunch of the other shows he was on. I mean, man was a beast. That That's why I envision is he he's that maybe not on Tatooine, but on a nice agricultural planet. He's, <laughs> he's there. You know, yeah, that, older that, Ronnie and farmer. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> or, or, or that Westerner look, um, which I love, absolutely love that style. I can't pull it off. I, I respect someone who can. And, uh, mm-hmm. Anthony, you got my respect on that. You really do. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Real um, farm boy, mount up. That's right. <laughs> so, um, so I guess let's mention some things that have come out. Uh, one, Mandalorian season three is yeah. in the works. How do you guys Crazy. feel about that? Yep. I mean, season what? two's not even out and they're already. I mean, just wrapped what a month, month and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. You know, Hollywood shut down. We all know that Netflix studios are being hurt right now because they can't film original content. Disney's in the same boat. They just launched Disney Plus. They can't produce original content. Uh, but, you know, it's hurting a lot more than yeah. you think. I mean, oh, yeah. No, they are. That's my no, employer. Yeah. And yeah. I was I'm one of the at least here in Florida, one of the 70 to 100,000 that just got furloughed past Sunday. Yeah. Wow. So it, it, it's it's insane. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's yeah, it's brutal, man. Um, but with this, you know, in particular, Mandalorian season three, you have a creative genius like John Favreau. You know, his wheels don't stop turning. Right. So that guy, he probably has a roadmap for the next few seasons. He's his tag team partners, Dave Filoni, who we all respect and love as a storytelling genius. Yep. And those two together have I mean, they've mapped this out. Right. So, you know, what I read is that they got concept art going. That's sweet. That's a good sign. And, you know, that's also a good sign that they're 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 signing on to season three. This just means we're we're learning, we're gonna learn more about that lore, right? Like we're gonna dive deeper into right. who the Mandalorian is, what happened to the Mandalorians. And to me, that's exciting. It's not necessarily like, oh, we're gonna get more TV. It's like, oh, this is way more room for storytelling. And I can't wait to see what Favreau and Filoni put together. So I'm I'm super excited about this. Now there I thought there had been rumors that they, the original concept for this was to go five seasons if they can. Okay. Um, maybe that's just like the original, oh, Lucas wants to do nine films. No, he wants to do 12 films. No, we're only doing six films. Um, speculation from back in the day. Right. Um, I thought I heard the, the target was trying to do five. Um, so I'm excited to hear three. That means, okay, we're a little over halfway there. Um, not knowing what we're going to expect from season two, What? where do you think we could potentially go with three? Or, or is it too soon to even discuss that without knowing what's happening in two? Well, once the armor gets revealed as Bo-Katan, um, it's going to really make things really <laughs> spicy on the Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, we're going to see her, but it's not going to be. I know. Yeah, I know. But hey, once Ahsoka gets revealed player. on Mandalorian season two, it's going to get real spicy. Now, I, there's so many different ways that you can look at what this is going to be. I here. All, the, my only thing is this man i want to see baby yoda aka the child in mandalorian armor that's all i want that's all i want and then that to me is a successful show so wherever it goes in between there um (laughs) you know i just want to see that little baby waddle not yaddle i want to see the little baby waddle in mandalorian armor and i think that would be incredible but no i mean we speculate on on the mandalorian especially where we think it's going to go um you know i hope that moff gideon has a great payoff i hope that moff gideon is the villain 
that we never got out of Kylo Ren and is just a super badass and really puts up a challenge to the Mandalorian and whoever, whomever those, those Yoda species, I'm doing air quotes over the podcast here, whatever that Yoda species family is, whatever the travels, the journeys, the adventures to get to baby Yoda's home planet, that is going to be so fascinating. So I think we're going to get teased through season two and then season three, that cliffhanger is going to be that last episode where they enter atmosphere, maybe touch ground onto where baby Yoda's planet actually is. And we, we just get a tiny taste of what that planet is and what is what what that species is. That's my thought. Yeah. You think they'll I'm... bring back uh, uh, Horatio Sands character? <laughs> yes. And without a doubt. I mean, I expect Horatio Sands character to be in literally every single episode of season two. No, I think it's early <laughs> for season three. I mean, just with speculation, because I mean, look at how many twists and turns that first season took us in. Nobody expected Moff Gideon to pop out of a downed TIE fighter and oh, break exactly. out the Darksaber. Like, yeah. that came out of nowhere. And I think they've got something, I would assume it's typical, you know, Dave and Dave M.O. with the second season, like, hey, you know, we'll have a couple episodes to continue story. We'll throw Romero. that one twist, that yeah. one twist episode in there that, you know, doesn't really move the story, but gives you fun content. Um, you know, and then and then at the end, twist it up again and take you in a different direction. Yeah. And I love that. That's that's what he's done with Clone Wars. It's what he's done with Rebels. And hopefully we get more of that in season two of Mandalorian. You think we'll see Gideon in one of these final episodes of uh, Clone Wars? Ooh, that's a great question. It would be a very young Gideon. A very young Gideon. Um, um, yeah, Lieutenant or Commander or something. Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting. I, I do think that we are going to get mm. some crossover, whether it is whether it is Mandalorian or Rebels crossover. I mean, I really do. With Order 66 coming up, it's right around the corner. I do expect us to see some characters that that might be surprises for us. Yeah. But get, well, getting think, would be interesting. I think we've already seen some crossover, possibly. Because I really like the idea of um, that you already mentioned Rebel Force Radio, but um, Jimmy Mack had that idea that the third Mandalorian we saw in the other arc may have actually been the armorer. Yes. We know yes. Urza Ren has mm-hmm. his name. Um, Bo-Katan was named. The third one never had a name. And, um, I don't, she, if she said anything, it was very, very little. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. Yeah, that's a yeah. speculation. Uh, it's fair speculation. I like that one. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's a really cool idea. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Lots of room for storytelling there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, there was also talk, too, of a... Where did I just see this from? Oh, a spinoff series? That's been all over the place. No, yeah, it's one that just came out. It was like, this is a new You're story. Ahsoka Sabine story? Ahsoka and Sabine across the um, the unknown regions or something? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, we, we've speculated that that could be a continuation of the Rebels cartoon that's rumored to to be happening, and uh, we don't have any confirmation on that. That's just yeah. pure speculation at this point. But as far as the spinoff series, you're probably talking about the Bob Iger interview that came out earlier this year where he casually just mentioned that they, they might want to spin off from a couple characters that are on The Mandalorian. Um, that's, the, that's the only thing I can think of. There was one that actually just came out this evening yeah. on a oh, female director. You know, it's a female oh, director that, yeah. that is doing yeah. a female-centric um, show, yes. series. That's uh, yeah, so not, not a spin-off. Um, I can't so, remember what she, she directed. Um, I can't remember Russian the movie Dolls. Now. Yes, Dolls. Russian yeah. Dolls. Yes, uh, Russian Dolls. Yes. This, this is from comic, um, uh, comicbook.com. Uh, Leslie Headland, Russian Doll showrunner, will be yep. developing a series for Disney+. Plus. There are no confirmed details about the project with this new series joining the service alongside the Mandalorian, uh, the Obi-Wan series, uh, the Cassian Andor series. Uh, all this, what we do know about the series
series is said to be focused on a female character and will explore a different corner of the Star Wars timeline than other projects. There's yeah. also a rumor that it could be a martial arts show. Oh, damn. Okay. That'd be crazy. So, uh, yeah, we'll could, see. Could um, this potentially be a show? You know, because I heard one, or I, I read somewhere saying that it could be uh, highlighting the new era. The, uh, the High Republic? Which would be the High Republic. Yeah. Um, but looking at uh, what people are saying about the project, according to comicbook.com, uh, one person brings up Mara Jade. Love it already. I'm already hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. I love the idea. It's not going to happen. No, I don't think it's going to happen either. See, I don't, I don't, yeah, because I can't see them because Mara Jade is, I think we've mentioned this before on Wiki Radio, but, but because, because she tied into Luke, I don't, I don't see how, how it's going to work. Yeah, yeah but that, that's in Legends, though. You well, know? Yes, everything about that character is in relation to Luke Skywalker. That entire character, if you read through all of the stuff they did with her, is all based off of the other side coming off of Luke Skywalker. So it's unlike, um, like Grand Admiral Thrawn was a great character on his own who was a great general that did all these things. Mara Jade, right. everything she did, her entire life, everything that makes her who she is, is because of Luke Skywalker. If can you keep that, you have a totally different person. It's can, not, you not, can you not substitute Luke Skywalker for a different Jedi? You could try, I think, but the, the circumstances with her working under the Emperor and all that stuff. Sure, sure. No. Like I said, that, yeah, I it would end up change the character the too much. Name and maybe her look, but that's it. You would not have Mara Jade. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I think you get maybe you get some sort of like Emperor's hand character that will that will nod to her for us. But I, I think that I think that uh, mm. the fandom would explode if they they had her um, <laughs> right. exist, but then not. I mean, because she was literally like programmed, like I will kill Luke Skywalker, like the yeah. you know, and, and then ended up marrying the guy. So like it's yeah, I don't I don't think I don't even know that I would want Mara Jade if if she's going to be completely different. Like what's the point? Although you bring up an yeah. interesting. Yeah. An Emperor's Hand type character, basically almost an opposite to Fulcrum. Mm. Yeah. Who's maybe a spy working in the Rebellion, the way Fulcrum usually worked in the Empire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like, like that. Exact yeah. opposite. I would like that. I think and that would be very interesting. You could do an entire show mm. from the other point of view. Kind of like where you start with um, on the Battlefront game with Iden Versio and them, where they're actually... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's yeah. their story. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, she just so happens to have red hair and a purple lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that'd be kind of interesting to actually tell the story from the Imperial side, from right. soldiers that totally buy into all the propaganda. They don't see it as, so you do it 100% legit that this is actually the right thing to do. Right, yeah. right. It's a, it's a, it's food for thought. Yeah. I'm willing to give any Star Wars content a try because it's Star Wars yeah. content. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, I watched yeah. every episode of Rebel or um, Resistance. Yep, me <laughs> Same. <too>. Same. <laughs> There's not many out there, apparently. <laughs> no. We are a rare class. Yes, we are. I, I was, that was one where, you know what? I was, I, it took me, you know, most new shows that you start watching, it takes you like one or two episodes. You're kind of like, eh, I don't know how I feel about this, right? And then by the third episode, it usually either goes positive or it goes negative. That one took me five or six episodes in the first season to kind of go, all right, it's getting better. By the end of season one, I went, okay, it's pretty good now. All right, I, yeah, I can get yeah. behind this. Season two started, I was like, okay, I'm still on track and kind of lulled in the middle for a little bit and then the end I was like that that's it like that was the end what what happened yeah uh, I watched I watched both seasons and I, I'm kind of I'm still kind of lukewarm on it no yeah. pun intended I don't know uh, if I need to yeah. go back and rewatch it or what I mean there's characters was, that I liked but yeah it was good just, for the target yeah. yes yes yeah. it was right. just that yeah. and, and like I, I 
I thought, you know, kind of like Rebels, where the first season was, you know, really kind of feeling things out and growing and developing. It's still kind of kiddish. And then really by the latter episodes, it got more in depth with the characters. And I thought that's, you know, where it was going. And and it it, it kind of just stayed right level the whole way through. And I was like, all right, well, I thought we were going that route of Clone Wars or Rebels and we didn't. And that was a little, mm-hmm. a little disappointing. But yeah, um, like I said, there's characters I like. There's good things that I took out of it, but it was not my my favorite show. And being that say- it was only two seasons, it was kind of like, kind of felt like, eh, what was the point, really? Right. Well, it, 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 there was no point because it didn't link up with Rise of Skywalker. We all yep. expected, we all expected a, a Kaz, a Kaz cameo. We all expected, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, way closer shots of the Colossus. We expected some type of crossover. That was supposed to be the payoff. I mean, they pitched it to us that, hey, this is what happens after, you know, Force Awakens. This is, yeah, this right. is what happens between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker. It's like, yo, man, why couldn't you just integrate, you know, these characters somehow into the movie? It didn't seem very mm-hmm. difficult to do, but yeah, I always of that, we got Beaumont. my opinion on that. Oh, we did get Beaumont. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get we couldn't get Kaz, but we got uh, we got Beaumont. Thankfully. Thanks, JJ. <laughs> and what I forget was the ghost, the ghost in was, the yeah. big battle scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Was, front right? center, baby, yeah. right behind the Falcon. Well, and they but, said the, the fireball was in there, too, from Resistance. <laughs> along did, with yeah. two of the other um, racers right. were in that scene. But I'm like, I don't have enough you time to sit here no. and God, no. microscope all of no. these ships in the background. I no. can't do that. It was a glory shot. Yeah, the only way to see all of that is to have uh, um, the 4K ultra high def version and have like a 150 inch TV so you can actually see right. yeah. on. the wall. Right, right. Yeah, right. I so, can't, yeah, even in picture, I tell really not everything that's in there. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Now, since we last recorded uh, last week, um, StarWars.com had announced that the Mandalorian and crew joined Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, uh, which is the yeah. mobile game. Oh, yeah. Cara um, Dune and um, Grief Karga, baby. Grief Karga. Yeah. It came out today, I think, right? Uh, yes, it did. Yep. They came out today. Uh, coming later, we'll have the Mandalorian. So, Very excited about this. Um, are you guys still playing that game? Oh, dude, I play every day, five times a day. I think I log in and... Uh, been playing the game for years. Literally been playing the game for years. I have been peti- uh, petitioning EA to release the Mandalorian characters since the show dropped, and I can't believe it took them this long uh, to get them on that platform. But yeah, it's a, it's a game that I absolutely love, and it's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun. I, I've been playing it, but not as religiously as I first started. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I played it when it first came out, but I also got into um, DC Legends, which is the exact same oh, game. Oh, okay. So it's like uh, one or the other, and I had I was a lot farther along in the DC Comics one. Yeah, yeah. I, I stopped playing that one too. <laughs> um, also, too, we got the announcement from Lego that coming uh, it'll be available May first, but it's part of the May fourth um, celebration that Lego does. Even if it is going to be an online celebration this year, um, the Ultimate Collector Series is getting an A wing. Oh, yes. nice. Have y'all seen Pretty this? sweet looking one too? Yeah, no, yeah, I did. I did catch a picture of it. Yeah, um, I've never been too into the Legos, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It is uh, a one thousand six hundred seventy-three piece collection. 
Jesus, um, probably Jeez. one of the nicer looking A-Wings I had ever seen. Yeah, that's it, it is really nice. It's pretty sharp. And, and Lego tends to, I found the ships that lend itself the most to Lego are the, the snow speeders and the A-Wings. Mm. I mean, the others have looked great, but it doesn't matter wh- whether it's the small micro up to the regular ones. The A-Wings and the snow speeders look amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. I have sitting on my desk, it was it was one of their polybag sets, snow speeder. Oh! Oh, yeah, that's sweet. And, and it just lends itself perfectly. Yeah, nice little set. Yeah. So uh, the Falcon does too, but it, it's a shame that to get the true minifig scale, you have to get the Ultimate Collector Series Falcon <laughs> for it to be right. <laughs> yeah, was well, that's going to set you back six grand? Right. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Yeah. That's like Star Wars. Oh, totally. I agree. Well, yeah. Star Wars yeah. in general. <laughs> Star Wars in general. Um, figures. That's almost just as bad. It can be. Some, some cases. It yeah. can be. I mean, I'm notorious for, for spending a lot of money on figures. I'm that guy. Yeah. If, and so are you, Justin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you go Black Series, I mean, you're looking, you know, when they first come out, you want to between, what, 19 to 25 bucks, depending on where you get them. Yeah, right, GameStop exclusives are, yeah, they're getting a little bit more expensive, for sure. Yeah. Yes, I think it is. I have like three or four of those on pre-order right now. Oh, yeah, it's going to hit. Probe it's going to hit coming next week. Yeah, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's a sharp-looking figure. I, I have one black series that I am missing that I need to complete a set. That's triple zero. Oh, yeah. That's a cool one. So I've got BT. I've got uh, Afro missing trips. I, I was so excited that they made those characters. I really like that yeah. comic. Yeah. Uh, I wanted the three-pack. I did not get the three-and-three-quarter three-pack. That is that is on my bucket list. It's on my bucket list as well. Because I would love to get... Because that's the only way you can get trips in and oh, BT. Is it? Is, oh, okay. They Afro, okay. Afro is available as a vintage figure. Yeah, I got I got yes. Afro right behind me as the vintage. I didn't know that they didn't make the other ones on card back. I, I ended up getting two Afros because I originally ordered through um, Walmart. Yeah. And when I went to in-store pickup, which was the only way you could get her from Walmart, nice crease right across the top of the oh, card. I'm like, no. really? Are you kidding me? No, that sucks. So I ended up ordering another one off eBay, <laughs> which that card's fine. So I took yeah. the one that was yeah. bent and opened her up. Nice. Wow. There she is right there. Nice. So I have my on cue. On cue. So I have my carded one up on the wall and my open one on the desk. Nice. So no, I think Afro's a great character and, and I love the droids. I, I've got the Kota Bayuka droid from Celebration Orlando uh twenty seventeen when they did the artifacts BT and trips. Nice. And then those are cool. Those are cool figs. And, yeah. And who who would know at that time that you know, when my dad passed away, that was April, my dad passed away that September. The thing that got me through the airport is I was wearing the uh, the droid road shirt that was available on ripped apparel. Uh, it's like the Death Star in the background and it's uh, K2SO, C3PO, R2, and BB-8 walking across sort of like Abbey Road. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, when I went through TSA on my way up to Atlanta, the security guard or the TSA agent's going, there's a droid missing on your shirt. I'm like, oh, who's that? There's so many. He goes, triple zero. I'm like, whoa, here I am. <laughs> literally in the, the biggest funk of funks because my dad yeah, just passed yeah. away the day before and this is five o'clock in the morning i'm going through tsa heading up to atlanta and i got a tsa agent going your, your shirt's missing trips wow triple zero i'm like oh my god only this i mean this, it's one of those signs type thing of things are gonna be okay because there's someone else who who, who throws a r- obscure reference yeah yeah like, those two ki- you know trips and bt have been my favorites even before that moment that helps solidify that 
love. So I would love yeah. to see those two characters get their own carded figure or even a two pack on their own here. Yeah, the that'd be crazy. You're crazy. Oh, um, well, you can't have one without the other, right? True. Right. So what what type of um, other collectibles are you guys into? Oh, that's uh, that's opening up a v- very large can of uh, worms with us. We I mean, we're very um, I mean, we collect it all, man. Like we literally we have a segment on our show where we we talk about the makers in the Star Wars community. We uh, we support all the Star Wars makers that make pins, coins, custom figs, patches, you name it. We we definitely love the Star Wars makers community. So we celebrate them. But, you know, Vic, he specializes in Funko Pops. And yeah, Justin's showing the Ryloth Relics coin that that just came out. So they're they're one of our favorite uh, one of our favorite vendors, uh, Ryloth Relics. And but man, we collect everything. I mean, really, all of us have all of us have minor specialties that we collect in but uh, for the most part there's I don't think there's anything that we don't collect um, I have everything I think Justin Justin's against collecting food items aren't you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about again. I just it's. I think it's fascinating that there's people out there that collect cereal boxes and canned soup and things yeah, like the that. Canned soup turns Star Wars promotional products, and yeah. uh, it's not my bag. Like it's. I'm not going to collect it. Like somebody who was it the other day? Somebody posted on Twitter that they had opened a can of Spider-Man uh, Spaghettios from like 1980 something, and it was like <laughs> oh nasty God. and like dehydrated and like you can wear an outline of see a, it. I remember seeing that. <laughs> And I was like, well, there, there's uh, a just, there's a show on what yeah. History or Discovery Channel where they open up food. foods. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh. Yeah, and they that, actually eat it. Wait, oh I mean, no! Oh, God, if no. you collect like the pop bottles or the cans and like you drink them first and like you know empty it out, I get that. Like that's a little different because those are promotional items that y- in some other areas you don't get that same artwork. You don't get those same characters maybe on the same box or or something like that. But so, um, that's so, not, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't collect the food stuff, but if you do, that's totally your. Josh. Josh is notorious for throwing people under the bus as often <laughs> as he can, uh, putting them. I wasn't in a throwing them under the bus. I was just no, no, no. I wasn't trying. That's that was. I only do that to you, Chris. That was. Oh, I, no, I, I just remembered him saying that, like food. Not that he's like that. He sorry. Maybe I framed it wrong. That just that that's that's something that he doesn't collect. It's okay, Josh. It was a good try. Good yeah. try. <laughs> right. It was like a Saj trying to kill Dooku over here. It just didn't work. It didn't. The, the, only, the only food stuff I have is uh, from episode one. There was the, the tiny tarts. They had the, the canister. Pop tarts? Or... No, it was like it's it's a candy. It's almost like um, sweet tarts, but a little pellet type shape. Okay. And they had canisters that looked like, um, I, I look back at it now, they almost look like the cartridges that uh, Kyber Crystals come in from Galaxy's oh, Edge. Okay. And each one's got a different character embedded on the top. Those have been sitting in a closet forever. Um, I'm a f- yeah, and they're still factory sealed. I'm like, mm. I'm not opening these, and I don't even want to know what they look like <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> no, uh, but, the, but the canisters are cool. The only yeah. other food items I have, and there's two. We've got we've got two. No, we got three. I have the Sony bottle. We have a um, Coke bottle and a Sprite bottle. And I'm tempted to go ahead and just shell out the bucks, get the uh, Diet Coke one, and just pour it out since I'll never drink it. Um, <laughs> Galaxy Edge, the thermal. Bottle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Except for the Dasani bottles, not. It is a regular smart bottle bottle, smart water bottle with the Dasani label done oh, yeah, for, yeah. for for Galaxy's Edge. But yeah, I've okay. I've got the the detonator. I think we all kind of have our areas of focus of what we collect. I know Chris, Chris is big into pins and um you know patches and things.
things like that. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Um, you know, he's a, a heavy reader. Josh is a heavy reader, especially yeah, EU stuff. So they've got a ton of the books from, you know, the, the eighties and nineties that, um, you know, really expanded the star Wars story when there wasn't a lot to expand on at the time. Yeah. Um, until, you know, Phantom Menace came out and then, um, you know, Chris loves a lot of TIE fighter stuff. Oh, um, I love TIE fighters. Uh, yeah. Kyle, Kyle collects a lot of Ahsoka stuff. He's got a pretty good, uh, Funko collection. Vic probably has the biggest Funko collection out of, I think the, the five of us. Oh, um, yeah. oh easily. I, t- I tend to collect like, I, I just, I'm a big figure guy. So 3.75, six inch, um, black series, saga collection, vintage collection, power of the force, power of the Jedi, you name it. I've, I've probably got most of it. I love the exclusive figures. Um, and then I started getting into sideshow figures a little bit more recently and collecting those. Um, I only have three, but I've got right now, but I've got like four on pre-order that all got closed off due to the, yeah. the coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they're just yeah. sitting out there pending, waiting to be sent and uh, don't have them yet. So we've all got kind of our different areas of things that we collect and things that we like. Um, and I think in those areas, we've got pretty extensive collections. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, I'm in. I'm literally in a Star Wars like it's my Star yeah. Wars room. Just 360, you know, to floor to ceiling, just packed to the gills, and uh, I love it. It's my it's my yeah. zen. It's my uh, recording chamber, and it's my happy spot. And I'm lucky that my fiance lets me have it, and she likes Star Wars too, so that helps. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's cool. But it is, uh, yeah. I mean, we are avid collectors. We we have a segment on our show called Fine Edition. You know, it's it's we talk about our fine edition to our collection and it's just we always come across cool stuff and that's actually probably makes up 50% of our chats in our group thread it's uh hey did you see this look what I got yeah yeah totally so 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 do any of you get into the metal earth models have you seen them yes I actually I was gifted one oh that's awesome yeah I was gifted a a falcon by an old colleague and I think they're very cool I have one at my my desk at work that's the one yeah 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 Yeah. they're very cool I've got the R2 I haven't put it together yet and I have the at at one. I have the ad, the ad, ad I have not put together. I've got, uh, yeah. I had the hey. Falcon. I'm not sure. Um, so let, I, I tried putting them together and I hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've had the, the show Hollow Chronicles. I know that. On, I know you. Um, and oh, I, I still got to pick my stuff. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think we could ask, you know, I'd be talking about collectibles without doing what they would ask of you guys. Uh, I'm sure you guys have, have to get them on if you haven't had them on already. Um, between all three of y'all, each one of you, what's your most favorite piece? I know it's hard Ooh. because we, we love we love all our pieces a lot. Um, um, the easier version of that question, what's your favorite piece today? <laughs> that, is, yeah, that is a much exactly. easier version. But I, I, I will be fair. The answer I gave, which I will show you, is one my brother brought back for me when he was in Japan back when he used to tour. Oh, oh, the little, is that the remote control droid? Yep. Yeah, they have a bunch oh. of different ones. Of the, those are cool. Yep. And if you notice, it's in Japanese. Yeah, I love it. Cool. I love it. You, now, I know uh, um, hyper back when Star Wars had hyperspace, uh, the fan club and the fan club store you used to be able to get the American versions of those. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen them since, but that one's been one of my favorites. And that R2 is like so vibrant with the with the paint <laughs> yeah, details on it. Check out the uh, Order 66 Friday Night Live sales on Facebook. They've had those figures, those remote controlled droids on there a couple times, both the American versions and the Japanese versions versions and they have them at a reasonable price too um so if you ever get a chance check out their sales and they pop up from time
time to time. Oh, this uh, is such not a fair or, question. Order 66 <laughs> store. Order, yeah, Order 66 uh, store toys. I don't know what the, I don't remember what their Facebook page is. They do live sales every Friday night. Um, you basically just watch their live show. You see something on there. You put the claim in. You write claim, the number, and then the price. And if you're the first one that pops up on the feed, you claim whatever it is that they're selling. And then you PayPal them with the payment and the ship, uh, the shipping fee, and they ship it from uh, Texas. They're out located in Texas. So, um, but they, yeah, I just noticed prices are uh, usually reasonable. Noticed uh, Daniel Logan's been doing that with Star Wars auctions. Yep, yep. As well. I just Same bought a concept. couple of figures from that. Yeah. Um, if you, I think my favorite, and it's I actually just had it up here the other day um, from the. It's not actually a figure um, from Star Wars Celebration in Orlando. Um, Dave was doing. Dave Filoni was doing a signing on. I think it was. Was it that Sunday? It was like the last day we were there, and it popped up on I think the 501st page or somebody's page, and it didn't have a lot of uh, traction at the time. But it was basically, hey, Dave's going to be down in the pin trading area um, signing prints um, at like 10 in the morning or something like that, or 11 in the morning, or no, it was I think it was, actually it was about it was noon. I believe it was think, right. It was right after the the Rebels panel and Rebels yeah. press conference because yeah, and he. I, um, Eric on Mighty Marvel Geeks and I uh, got invites to be a part of the press conference and got invited to be part of the media for the media VIP for the Rebels mm-hmm. panel. That's yeah. awesome. Which was great. So so Vic and I, first thing we, we went and got in the queue early and then when they opened up the floor, that was the first place we went was to get in line because he was only signing 100 prints. Um, it was, I think, 100 bucks for it, um, but it all went to charity. Um, so that was the first place we went and Dave does not sign a lot of stuff. No, he's not. So we got there. I think his and mine were like print 22 and 23 out of 100. Um, but we got our pictures with him. He signed it. He chatted with us for a little bit. That's probably my favorite Star Wars item uh, that I have, collectible that I have. Okay. Wow. What about you, Josh? Um, Since mine, Chris is still mine is Mine is a, I'm, I'm going to, it's cheating a little bit, but I, I think it counts. Um, I have a, a tattoo of my That's so sweet, dude. Luke Skywalker's nice. helmet. Yeah, Josh, that is one of the coolest things that, I, that, I have seen. That is mine. so sweet. There, there was a there's a guy at work who has um, he has them on both his wrists, and it's uh, the Rebel logo, Imperial logo, but the, the connector is done in the yin yang. Okay. So when you put them to get when you put them together, you can see how they fit. But it's the actual outside of that yin yang divide. It's half the Rebel logo, half the which I thought that was pretty. That's cool. awesome. That's, That's awesome. Cool. So Chris, have you finally <sighs> figured it out? <laughs> No. Favorite I, uh, piece for today, you even. Today. I, I, you said today. Kidding. So I'm going to show you what my favorite piece is today. It is the mighty Will Rowe Hood three and three quarters action figure. This is the most ridiculous action figure I think I've bought in a long time. I'm just picking this today because I'm literally packing up my Star Wars room because I'm moving. So, um, you know, this is obviously this is a really goofy one. But if we want, you know, I don't know, man. Listen, here's the thing. I got a lot of sentimental Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, you know, I have, I've told this story before and it is definitely my favorite Star Wars piece. And Maggie, our friend Maggie Lovett will probably yell at me if she listens to this episode as she did last time she was on with us. Um, I have an original 1977 Star Wars poster print. It is a, a legit bona fide poster print, right? It is, here's the thing, guys. Um, <laughs> I I went to an estate sale because the, the you know, the listing was like vintage Star Wars stuff and I'm like all 
right, I'm there. And I'm in line with a bunch of other people just like me. And they were a lot more angry, though. They were just very grumpy because it was like 630 in the morning uh, and it was freezing cold. But it was all a bunch of vintage toys and vintage Star Wars stuff. I was there because I saw in their photos that they were that they had an Imperial shuttle. And like I'm talking old school with the box. And I was like, yes, dude, this is I'm this is what I'm going after. I will fight somebody to get this right. And Justin remembers this era of, yeah. of my collecting. So I literally I run down to this person's basement and I grab the Imperial shuttle box. I have it. I'm like, yeah, it's mine. And it's loaded with a bunch of just random stuff. It had the Death Star uh, battle station intact. It had all this oh, really wow. crazy stuff in there. And, um, you know, I think I bought it for like twenty five dollars. I in the meantime, I, I grabbed like everything else I could that was Star Wars related. And some of the OK, so here's where it gets crazy. So I get home and I scored. I got the Cantina set. I got the Jawa crawler set. I got the Death Star battle station. Now, all this like really crazy Cantina stuff. set. The yeah, the Sears catalog. Yes, yes, with, Cantina yes set? with the car. Yes, with the cardboard back. Hundred percent. It's the cardboard back. In the cardboard box. base with the little plastic. Yep, butterfly. Yep, and, you move, and you can move the guys uh, right and left. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I so I opened up everything. I laid it all on the floor. I texted Jason. You know, just Jason Swank. I was like, oh, because he's my you know he's my toy guy. And I was like, oh, check it out. I lift open the flap of the Imperial shuttle box and out pops a just a like a nice folded up sheet of paper. And it's really nice folded. Turns out it was the 1977 Star Wars original poster print. So um, that is probably my most. It's a fun story. It's really cool. It's not the oldest item I own by stre- by any stretch. I mean, as far as like what I what I bought, but it is definitely like the first like it is the original OG Star Wars yeah. thing that I have. And you'll probably, um, my- you'll probably see behind me on the wall the Star Wars weekends variation of that. Poster. Oh yeah, I do see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's sweet. But yeah, it's, it's my it's my Star Wars poster. I have a lot. Of, I have a massive Boba Fett collection in addition to my Tie Fighters, and um, I collect a lot of Empire. I collect a lot of. Um, I love Empire figures. Any any of them. Um, and yeah, it's just I. It's, it's a very hard question, guys. <laughs> no, I love some good things. Yeah. Well, while we got a, a few more minutes, your opportunity to turn the table on us for a quick question. What, so when did you guys have been around since 2016? Correct. So been, been around for a minute. Um, what was your favorite show that you've ever done? Oh, uh, <laughs> we're old. That, that's like uh, that's like favorite Star Wars collectible. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. Been, I will say. For me, I loved all our guests, uh, but one of my favorite was um, our very first guest we had, and unfortunately, I had to pull the episode at his request. Oh, um, which I was I was more than happy to do. Uh, he used to work for Lucasfilm uh, directly with George, and we got some great stories that saying nothing but praise of George. Um, but he was still under, even though he had been gone for a year, he was still under an NDA. And they oh, got yeah. home and they go, get that pulled down. Wow. But yeah, that was one of my most favorites, which no one's going to hear unless they already have it downloaded. <laughs> right, right. Um, outside of that, I don't know. We Star Wars celebrities, I think having uh, Todd Grimes and Jennifer uh, from Star Wars Detours. Oh, cool. hear all yeah. about the detours because it's a show I still want to see. And it's a show at yeah, this point same. in time, I would, even though it, there's, I think they said 50 episodes or close or a large number of episodes. I just want to see Disney plus just see Disney, put it on Disney plus at this point in time. That'd be, yeah, I think that's the right move. So yeah, 
Just go ahead and put it out there. Yeah, agreed. So, what do you think, Derek? I'm going to say um, I have two favorite, actually, and they're both semi-recent. Um, the first one is uh, Emily Swallow. Oh, yeah. That was, that a, was a great, great interview. That was a great night, yeah. yeah. And then um, the other one was uh, your friend uh, Molly. Yeah, that's going to be one of mine, I think. And, and I, I, I think because just because she was so cool and because she's your friend mm-hmm. and everything. It was kind of fun. Well, I, I think yeah. it was cool, too, that we were the first ever podcast she had done as well. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So She's actually cool. back in Cleveland right now because she's stuck here right at the moment. She can't go back <laughs> out there yet. Mm, she probably doesn't want to go back to L.A. at yeah. the moment. Well, that's true. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> tough out there. Yeah, if you guys didn't get a chance to listen, she, Molly Miller, she was actually one of the stunt Jawas from Mandalorian. Really? Oh, oh nice. that's cool. She's, she's a friend of mine from here in Cleveland. I know her from doing stunts here. Yeah. Uh, she's part of our stunt team. And then she moved out to L.A. a couple of years ago and has been done like all the um, both of the two Avatar movies, a lot of the Disney stuff doing stunts. Yeah. With her size, she wow. doubles all the time. Yeah. So That's she, wow. she's in both uh, both of the Avatars coming out. Yeah. She cool. was doing that for she worked like two years on Avatar. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She was, she was still doing well she she says she was doing avatar when she got cast for mandalorian because yeah, they were filming on one stage over from there wow that's awesome so yeah so, she was awesome to have on here that or mike quinn was really fun just because yeah. a lot of just hearing yeah. muppets from him was awesome yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean the guy works muppets and star wars and actually yeah. i watched the behind the scenes for rise of skywalker and he was doing puppet hearing for that also he was out in jordan wow. doing yeah. uh, like the children in the big dancing scene oh, that's something. awesome yeah. he was underneath uh, yeah realized watching the movie those were puppets all those kids sitting on the yeah, blanket yeah they're all puppets and he was one of the puppeteers doing that yeah that's pretty sweet cool um that's super I mean, cool i think other great guests we've had uh john tyler christopher oh yeah it's been amazing uh of course, uh he will be for the clone wars wrap-up okay since he is uh, i don't really consider him a guest not anymore yeah, because he's, he, he's become a, a, a like a part-time host um yeah but he started <laughs> off as a guest uh daniel who i can't think of his last name at the moment who writes like the smuggler's guide and uh bounty hunter's guide yep. and uh the jedi mm-hmm. path um jeffrey brown was great uh we have vanessa marshall on briefly and that oh, was wow. and that was cool because my daughter even came on and asked her some questions that's awesome um and the, the problem so the only problem i have with my daughter coming on to the shows because she also came on to mighty marvel geeks when we had um sharon blinn who played talos's wife uh Saren in and Captain Marvel, if my daughter comes up with the questions that we would ask later in the show, and she's only 10, I think at the time that Vanessa was on, she was eight, either eight or nine. I think she was eight. But she comes up with questions that are at the same level as what we will ask. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I, I can't believe you are asking these type of questions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, smart, I'm, man. I'm Kids so imp- smart. I'm so impressed with her for it. Good, good parenting. Hell yeah. Yeah, I try. Um, but no, I mean, we've had some great guests. Um, Kevin Rubio question. Was, you were supposed to fun. say this show. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one's not over yet, so we can't judge on it yet. <laughs> right, right. Now, now, favorite favorite podcast to date we've had on the show, or favorite podcast of the day is, is you guys. Hey, you thank go. you. If you, just, hey. if you just make the category small enough, you can. <laughs> <make a second laughs> <one>. <laughs> I've recorded all day. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Best podcast guest from another show that we've had in the last hour is definitely. Hey, we'll take it. We'll take any accolade. Uh, I think every podcast we've had on has been totally awesome. Between uh, Hall of Chronicles, Conversations. Oh, yeah. Um, Skywalking was fun at the video. Skywalking. The first one we had. They were the first. Um, I listened to those guys. The uh, Around the Galaxy. Uh, we have Galaxy. Oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with, with Pete. Um, we've done so many. I know I'm missing. Uh, Friends of the Force. And he's and the main host there is also a cast member like I am, uh, who's furloughed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Yeah, we started doing this back in um, November, I think, doing the other yeah. podcasts on. And, and we only had, since November, we've only had, I think, three shows that we didn't have a guest on. So someone yeah. was, comes on every and, week and we do what we're doing here. And right now, this is a great time for us to do it, too. You know, yeah. What the yeah, quarantine. Course, yeah. It, it's, yeah. Now, let's let's help spread that, that Star Wars love and Star Wars pos- uh, positivity. Oh, I mean, yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we all got f- stuff that we like and don't like. or there, There's stuff out there we don't like and, mo- and highly critical of in the Star Wars universe, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. We still love Star Wars despite the flaws. Yeah. Well, sure, sure. So. Well, you, the way it is, we love Star Wars warts and all. There you go. Yeah. That works yeah, too. Good way to put it. Mm-hmm. So, Star where, Wars. <laughs> <laughs> where can people find you guys online? Oh, yeah. So, we are highly engaged on social media. I love it. Um, I just I just love interacting with folks. And you can find Star Wars Friends at SW Friends Show. That's at SW Friends show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, made it real easy for everybody. And then we you, we have a website, StarWarsFriends.com. That's really convenient. It hosts all of our podcasts. You can find us on YouTube at Star Wars Friends Podcast. It's, uh, we're pretty accessible. We're pretty active. We, uh, you know, we're there all day, almost all night, because Kyle will take over on the uh, social media once I'm asleep. <laughs> uh, you know, Second he, shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. So you can find us at SW Friends show you can find me personally at no one is chris where can they find you guys i'm uh this is josh and i'm battle of tanab on instagram and twitter you might have heard about my little maneuver (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm justin you can find me on twitter at i am the bendu oh yeah oh yeah awesome awesome and as usual you can find us at wookie radio uh facebook twitter instagram uh ken you can find him at gw1 ken yes and twitter and just Ken Rose on Facebook. And uh, Derek, you are NES got of geek of geek on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Wow. Uh, on Instagram, I'm uh, Nisog Pod, N-E-S-O-G Pod. So, well, thank you guys for coming on. Um, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having us. At this point in time, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, <laughs> religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster. <laughs>